Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back here on Hack City. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Today, we are going to be recapping the action from week three of college football. A lot of craziness, a lot of unexpected outcomes. We've got already a listener in here who was on the Rafino and Joe show. Anyone who's joining us, make sure you drop a comment and hit that like button as well as subscribing. Sean, how are we doing today? Doing pretty good. I think, uh, I mean, I'm happy. Happy Atlanta got the uh, win. I can wear red and black proudly around my area, knowing that my quarterback stinks. F Atlanta. We're good. We're doing okay right now. I'm upset that you guys won that game because I don't I don't like you being happy. I that, that doesn't nobody does. The things, Here's the nobody it's does. It's a daily battle. It's a daily battle trying to make sure that you're not happy on my plate. Um, I gotcha. I gotcha. It's fair. We have games that we're going to talk about. We're going to get to talking about uh, Missouri versus Kansas State. We're going to get to Tennessee, Florida. We're also going to get to Colorado, Colorado State, and as always, we're going to share some thoughts from the weekend. But Sean, um, you have an update for us regarding the large glassware for those on uh, can you just, just show the 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 large beer mug uh for any oh, yeah, new yeah. viewers that that check out sure. the show after so i got yelled at for by joe for drinking some water out of this glass and that's mm-hmm. fine joe's a weirdo and i i i, I love him for it so I, i've come to know that and then the response from that yielded joe's idea of if I were to have a woman in my room again, yes. that I should offer her. If, big if on there. Yeah, the big if. I should offer her some water or a beverage out of this glass. The big, obnoxiously large glass for a normal-sized person. Well, the opportunity arose this weekend. Friday night. Had a shot. Joe, you won't believe the move. I said, okay, come on over. We can hang out. Says, okay, cool. I'll be over there. I'll walk over. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Everything's going good. Clean my so room up. She walked. She was so okay. She, she walked over to yours at three yeah. in the morning. Uh, she had a friend with her, two friends with oh. her, something like that. Uh, okay. so I got my room clean. I got a candle mm-hmm. going. You know, I, I kind of I'm trying to not look like an ogre, doing my so best. The, the male, the 20 year old male checklist, light yeah, the yeah, candle, yeah, 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 yeah. The you know, yeah. rebrushing my teeth, doing everything. Right? I thought I was going right. in for the night, and then I'm like, oh god, I might have somebody over clean the room standard procedure i'm like oh you know what i don't want i don't like bringing show bits into real life but this is one that i said here's an opportunity Uh let's see what happens joe she pulled a move i've never seen before in my life she came with her own drink oh no I mean, actually, if we're being honest, that's probably the safer thing to do for on her part. That's now that okay. About, well, well, my, I, I my girlfriend also does the up. same thing. I, I I don't know if there's a fear of just uh, drinking from whatever grimy things that we own. I don't know what that is. Do you want me to throw a, a wrench in it? It wasn't in a. It wasn't in a bottle. It was, it was glass. She, she brought a cup of water and a red solo cup. What? 
you need to stop talking to her. This is what do you think? What do you, what do you, what I mean, I didn't even have a chance. Who right, because then it's not even like prepared. It's like you, you come prepared if you have like a bottle of water, right? Like like girls like to refill yes. the refillable bottles of water, like the Stanley, like the regular, the, yeah, all that crap. The, the regular plastic bottles of water. Who comes to someone's house with a? And it was a lovely evening. It was nice. It was nice. But who comes to someone's house with a a, 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 a solo cup full of water? I thought I thought, damn, she's keeping the party going. You know, she brought. You know, maybe she's drinking a beer. Maybe she's drinking a mixed drink. It was water. So I couldn't even offer her a nice tall glass of water while I was sitting drinking I, my own tall glass of water that I, I'm very did you, did, you, did you drink out of that, by the way? This is my new drinking glass. So the- uh, it's, it's fantastic. Shout out to Brendan for hooking us up with that or hooking you up with that. I, I Look, I'm going to go as far as to say this before we hit the, the ad break and then before we get to the games. That has to be one of the most unhinged things I have really ever there. Look, I've hung out with a lot of weird girls that I, after the first time, or actually, ironically, have spent too much time that gave them too many extra opportunities. Um, I've been very thrown off by one of the comments that was put in there. What does that I mean? Have, I don't know. Brendan was stoked about sending that in. Yes. By the way, can can we get a quick background on the the delivery of this this gigantic picture that was sent to you? I'd love to. So I tweeted out the video of you being wrong yelling at me because you can't see something on my screen without coming commenting on it for some reason, for some apparent reason. That's a fun joke work. And then uh, some some of the FCS fans and just college football fans started reacting to it. And Brendan said, hey, what if I sent you an even bigger glass? Would you use it on the show? And I said, hey, I'll use it on the show. Why not? That's some good shtick. And then he sends over, I give him my address, which sticky situation. I, I, now he can just send me stuff, which I don't love, but so far he's <laughs> one, of, he's one uh. for one. And he, he mocked up an official Hack City Suck It Joe 55 ounce beer pitcher. So I, I, right now it's just getting used for water, but this will be my drinking glass on the show. What I'm doing from what I understand, show. Blake is in the proper, uh, the, the process of uh, procuring one of those. Uh, we are going to get to these games, Sean, before we do, can you just share with our listeners a quick word from bet online? By the way, I took some money from bet online this weekend. Oh, did you? I was seven for no, 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 six for seven. The only one I didn't hit was Missouri. Rutgers made me some money, which we're going to talk about later on in the show, but I was pretty successful. I bet you weren't. Can you share a, why? What is that kind of thing to say to somebody else? Who says some shit like that? I mean, you I suck bet at you betting, had a so. bad weekend. <laughs> Wait, bad weekend betting. All right, I had a the fine read. weekend. Jerk ass. Football's back. And Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering information with all the update, minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get your latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL, college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. News is Joe won five dollars once to make everybody else feel bad. No, 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 no. We won all the way to the college football. Can I do a read? Go ahead. Can I do a read? Thank you. Go ahead. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code Believe. That's B L E A V to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hack City, where the friendship ends. Go ahead, Joe. Tell me how much better you are than me. Go ahead. I, I had a fine you. weekend betting, by the way. I had a fine weekend. I don't know. If we were going to pull up the betting picks later on in the show, if we look at the standings, I think it says otherwise. I hate your mustache. I hate your mustache. It's all you. You you were the one who, who started this because you're the one who just came up with the bet idea. So that is... All on you. By the way, Josh the First, thank you for the uh, the very direct. I don't know why I thought that this was funny. <laughs> it's like we're we're two monkeys in a cage. Yeah. Score prediction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Let's talk about uh, Missouri versus Kansas State first. So I, I got a really uh, a kick out of this game. Mm. Watching it, I was really upset with the outcome because I bet on it. It was the one bet that didn't hit. I really thought that I had a good pick here, and I was way too high on Will Howard. And you know what? I thought back to my analysis on Rufino and Joe being inaccurate on Will Howard, but my analysis on this show when it was really dumbed down and stupid was perfectly accurate. 
that analysis that I had on Will Howard is that he's just big as shit and he doesn't do anything else. He just shows up. He makes the most questionable throws. He forces the ball in the worst spots. His arm isn't even that good. He is just a massive, massive human being, and he doesn't do anything else. Did you like? I didn't get anything from him from this game. They lost because they couldn't convert on on third downs when they needed him to. Put you need put the Quran. You, down. you need to repent and confess your sins. The Holy One is listening. Adrian Martinez deserves better from you, Joe. Such he deserves better. Kid. He deserves better. Will Howard's fine. He'll be fine. I think KSU overall for the season will be fine. They're a well-built team. They're well-coached. Mizzou just went out and won a football game. Sometimes you go out and you play all three phases of the game, and then even if you're still not that good, your kicker hits a 61-yarder because why the hell wouldn't he? Uh, where's this kicker from? How did Mizzou land a kicker that could nail a clutch-ass 60-plus yarder? Tell well, me where they find Wait, 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 wait. Okay, but, but here's the – I don't know why the kicker stuff keeps getting brought up on, on shows. now. That, impressive. That, that, it is. It, a lot of rosters have guys on their team that can hit those kicks. Can they hit them in game settings? A lot of them don't get the opportunity to. A lot of them – a lot of coaches don't trust them because they're college kickers. All of that crap. Okay. It just so happens that the guy's been around and he's played in a lot of games before and he hit that one. I didn't think he was going to hit it. He missed the similar kick against Auburn last year. It just, it just so happened to go through. But I think though, here's uh, not to cut you off. Sure. I really think that the biggest aspect of this, and I did a reaction video on it. The, the big reason why that they won, it was two evenly matched teams. Both had deficiencies in certain parts of their defense. Both had okay quarterbacks. One played better than the other. Luther Burden was the best playmaker on the field, and He's it wasn't stellar. even close. Kansas State had no playmakers. They had two decent running backs, quality running backs, but Luther Birdman put the team on his back. That long touchdown reception he had was beautiful to watch. The screen that he took at the line of scrimmage and weaved in and out and scored that long touchdown, it reminds me a lot of Rondell Moore and what he did at Purdue. Mm. I think they could be a Purdue-type type team in the SEC this year. Absolutely can. Here's why Mizzou should have lost the game because they trotted out of the, the tunnels in those hideous yellow helmets. I you thought helmets? I caught myself saying Appalachian State's giving this team a game. I caught myself saying that and I'm like, oh no, it's Mizzou because they had to do something different. They had a good game. Good for you, but distractions eliminate them wearing a, a, a big ass yellow helmet distraction. I don't love it. Just from a, a, the the most casual fans' perspective, I like to I like to de-escalate my analyst uh, analysis from like okay uh -huh. regular game stuff to stuff that just irritates me as as a as an idiot watching football. And those helmets, they they were irritating. I don't even know how to respond to that. No, well, that's that's my process honest. moving forward. Is is completely dumbfound me, and then we're I mean it forces you, me to move on to the next game. Sean's internet is disconnected. Um, sure. Can you hear me? Are you good? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. We're going to talk about Tennessee, Florida now. We're going to move on to the next game. Oh, perfect. Tennessee versus Florida. I think that you had a very um, apt point that you made on Twitter about Billy Napier's haircut. And you said it on the show before. For a guy that has one of the worst haircuts ever, for him to win that game, and if you're Josh Heupel, if you're Tennessee, to lose that game to that team – that's a problem. That's that's kind of a problem that that you can't win the game. In all seriousness, though, I I feel like for me, where it was really exposed is that Joe Milton's just not the guy that everyone thought he was. Everybody thought that he was this big arm, super talented player. And we said this in the preview. We said that you know, can he actually show some timing? Can he show some touch? Can he show some consistency? And he no. didn't do that. He made a lot of mistakes and he made a lot of errant throws. That interception that he had was like what what are you doing he floated the ball up there and it was like a punt that was picked off by uh that florida defensive back i think they're in trouble I, I really think that tennessee has a problem at quarterback because they got hyped up on a dude with a huge arm that can't throw the ball he can't yeah here's milton will make passes that make you go wow look at that like he had a couple passes that are 
It's an impressive throw. Only his receiver can get it, and it arrived on a laser. But the rest of his game needs a lot of polish. And I don't think that he lost receivers that were talented. That's going to hurt a quarterback. So the offensive coordinator has to make up for that, getting them a little more open. It's a lot of contested balls that Milton's throwing. A lot. These receivers aren't getting open that well. But Tennessee overall is an embarrassment. Tape to tape. You let that idiot from Florida win that stupid haircut just just host you with all those idiots in the stands, and they just embarrassed you. They punked you. Tennessee got punked on Saturday. Tennessee was supposed to be this electric team with good players that's constantly pumping them out to the NFL. That's what we thought it was going to be last year. We said, this. look at how they're doing it. Look at what they, they got. They got an offensive lineman going first round. They got wide receivers all over the place, a good quarterback, so, uh, some decent defensive players. And then you go out and you, you look like just – you just look terrible versus Florida. You look terrible in all facets of the game, undisciplined, penalties, fighting. You're not supposed to – you're not good enough in this game to be fighting and squaring up, Tennessee. You're not. You stunk it up and you looked bad. So you brought up the fight, and I, yeah, I want to yeah. talk. I want to talk about this before we get back to actually like breaking down this game. Uh, you're not interrupting, by the way, Mac. One bringing up the stupid things that happen in the games. That's literally what we're here for. This is yes. what we come to talk about. Uh, his comment: Not trying to interrupt, but I hope we cover Kamal Hayden, Tennessee's cornerback, and I give him credit for squaring up to a Florida offensive lineman. Yet that will never cease to amaze me, Sean. That never ceases to amaze me when you have a defensive back that will try to square up with an offensive lineman. What the hell was the fighting stance between the two of them? They they look – it's not even like that they looked like they were prepared. That was the weirdest attempt at fighting one another because you, you got Hayden. Yes, he squared up with him, but he's like he's like backing up. And the, the Florida offensive lineman's like doing this hop thing where he's kind of coming towards him, trying to swing at him. Just just swing. I don't understand why there wasn't a little bit more of a, a connection there. Here's – okay, so – you may or may not know this, but at uh, times I have had uh, my own personal scraps with defensive backs. You had a plenty. Of, you've had a lot of them in practice. Uh, yes. So normally the offensive lineman goes for the big shove and then haymakers because that's that's what we can do. We have the arm. We have the arm length. Uh, but if you have a particularly scrappy <laughs> defensive back that wants to shoot them things and wants to really throw the hands, you can't just be sitting there bear arming them you at least have to get yourself in a fighting stance so i respect the offensive lineman for 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 acknowledging the fighting style and deciding to adapt it's like it's like knowing you're boxing a southpaw so you got to change up your stance a little bit I, i appreciated it the form was good the fight was the stupidest thing i've ever seen stop Uh. fighting in the sec games if you're away if you're an away team you should never fight ever you're sitting there in Florida. Yeah. You're coming from Tennessee and you talked all that trash before the game. And now you're going to try to scrap up in front of those maniacs. Why would you do that? You know that any fight is just going to lean momentum towards the home team. It doesn't matter who wins or loses the fight. The fans will then impact the game. And I think they shook Tennessee all day. I have to, but I'm taking us a, a little bit off tangent before we finish talking about this game. I tweeted sure. this out. I'm a little disappointed it didn't get more run, but it was in reaction to the video of the Houston Texans fans that were fighting. Yeah. I thought of a revolutionary new idea here. There should be a special section of the stadium. You should be able to buy tickets in that specific section, or you should be able to go to like a, a padded room in games that if you want to fight with other fans, you should be allowed to go there. There's just no consequences. You get your licks in and then you get out. And I think that if we, I, I like the idea of making a special section, like a VIP box, if you will, just a really big VIP box way up there. The tickets are more expensive because they come with insurance uh, and all the walls are padded and you can put like 50 people in there. And then, you know, if you've been in a fight before, you have to book tickets in that area. I think it would diminish the amount of fights and also cheap shots if we did that, I also think it'd be a lot funnier if we just had like one section that's just constantly brawling every single game. You see, that doesn't seem like a deterrent to me. You know what's a deterrent to fight? You know what the real one is? Not uh-huh. wanting to get your ass beat. There's a famous uh, Twitter thread 
of of two guys arguing before the year started. The Sean, your internet's terrible. Can you load in and out? I we can't even hear you. Um, all right, I'm gonna let Sean reload back in. Uh, to continue talking about the Florida Tennessee game, I, I posted a reaction video talking about this. I, I feel like the Joe Milton's performance was enough of an indicator that we need to start over at the quarterback position for Tennessee, that we need to give Nico Ayamalavea the opportunity to play in this game. We need to get him eventually down the line the opportunity to step in. Are you good now? Is your connection good? I should be good. Okay. Uh, apparently one of your roommates is downloading. Like, what, well, I'm sorry that Tyler is probably downloading a terabyte of porn right now. And you oh, have a, a better control <laughs> over the internet in your, in your freaking apartment. Uh, I was yeah, saying, though, I think that, that Joe Milton's performance, Sean, is enough of an indicator that you do have to make that switch to Nico Ayamalde. I think that if he continues to play this bad, if he continues to show that he's not the right guy to lead this offense, you need to turn to the freshman. You've got Dante Moore, who's playing really well for UCLA. You've got Jaden Rashada up until he got hurt playing really well for Arizona State. You have a really historic true freshman class, and Nico is a really good player. He's going to be ready at some point. You might as well get him out there. I, I don't know why there, there isn't more of a rush to play him. Nico is a very good player, but I don't think this Tennessee team is good enough to have Nico excel. So if he goes out there and looks bad, that doesn't seem like a positive. Okay, sure, he's getting some live reps in the games. Let him get his live reps in the games next year when they open up against Marist. Okay, not versus whoever, whoever else they have coming down the pike. Who do they do they play Georgia this year? I think they yes, do. Yes, they do. You want they him do. to go out there and face face that? I don't think Joe Milton's going to provide much more of a fight. Ah, it's week. What is this? Week three? I give him. I, I give him till the end of September. He's, he's got a bad. He He's needs to turn all in three a games, performance. Sean. He needs to turn in a performance by the end of September before we put the freshman in. A performance that, that is uh, inspired. That's where I lie with it. I don't disagree with that. And I, I kind of said that in the video that I taped earlier today where my thoughts were, give him like two more games. If he has another meltdown-like performance, the way that he played against Florida. And I know, you know, Blake was kind of making excuses for him when I was doing the show with him. Um, on the last hour, I really think that a lot of the problems that they had were because of him. It was because that he could not consistently deliver the ball where it needed to be to his receivers. And they also got physically dominated up front on both sides of the ball. But like, if you can't connect in that offense, you have serious problems. That offense is so quarterback friendly for him not to succeed. It's concerning. And I feel like Nico, at the very least, can step in and, and do better than that. You know, if, if it's such a, a quarterback-friendly offense, why can't he play slightly above average? Because right now, Joe Milton's playing below average. It's I, it's not good enough. I'm just thinking about the whole season here. I mean, the SEC is only going to put one team into the playoff, right? They're only going to put one yes. this year. Yes. Yeah. So if you're sitting here, okay, there's a lot of one-loss teams. Maybe we catch Georgia. Maybe Georgia has a crazy loss. And then it's mayhem to see who, who cleans it up. I think that Tennessee has a better chance – letting Joe Milton get comfortable. I, I think that there's a better chance of them rising to the top with Joe Milton than Nico. I think long-term for next year, getting Nico reps can't hurt. But if you're sitting here looking at this, the madness in the SEC, your best shot is still with Joe Milton. It just is. But it's, I understand what you're saying that you, you almost think that my take is on the point of like, go get him reps. I really think that, that I am Olivea is going to be their best option. Like, I really think that kind of like with, with DJU and Kate Klubnik last year, we found out at the end of the season that the better option was Kate Klubnik. And maybe that situation has changed since today, that maybe that's not the best example. Mm. But my point here is, if Joe Milton's not getting the job done, like, what do you have to lose except more football games? It's a great point. I'm just, I just think that he is, I don't see Nico coming in on this team with the lack of of full offense and and it being ready for him to say all we needed was a quarterback it doesn't look like that i think they need to get a lot of other things straightened away before Fair. it really is a, a a a just hey we're just a quarterback away mm. that's all we are we're just a quarterback away you know who's a quarterback away the steelers 
not the Cardinals. The Cardinals aren't a quarterback away. The Steelers are. That's where that's where we're at. Alabama is a quarterback away. Tennessee is it needs some help. I don't know if Alabama is necessarily a quarterback away, but that's a you know a separate package to unravel. Who, who, who are you start next week? I don't know, man. Kid, Look, they, I, yeah, exactly. They should run the wing T. I stand by that. Point <laughs> that they should be running the wing T. Um, thoughts though for Florida here. I really do believe, and I said this after they lost to Utah. Like you got to be patient. You can't immediately jump to the conclusion we have to fire Billy Napier. You can't jump to that. It's going to take time for them to really figure out their identity. And they figured it out in this game. They figured it out against Tennessee, which is we're going to run the football. We're going to set up our passing game off of running the football. Trevor Etienne's a really good running back. He's a dog. They've got so many other guys that they can get the football to. And Graham Mertz doesn't need to even throw for 200 yards to win games. Like, he's fine. That's what he did at Wisconsin. They said, hey, Braylon Allen, go do your thing. Graham Mertz, we're going to win games by just letting you make a couple of good throws every so often when you ask you to. He's not the guy that's going to win you the game by doing everything. The other part of this, too, Utah, that game, they made a million mistakes. If they limit the amount of mistakes like they did against Tennessee, they can be fine. I, they can go to a bowl game this year. And then next year is that real, you know, 2024 is that real year where they, I think that they can eventually do uh, some serious damage. Why, why were you smirking? I feel like you've got I, something stupid to say. I like your patience take. It just seems like a lot of the channel's content is coaches that need to be fired. <laughs> How much longer does Jimbo Fisher have? There's another one. Nebraska must fire Scott Frost after losing to Northwestern. Uh, you did a Marcus Friedman video. <laughs> so I appreciate but Most of those were right, though. <laughs> I'm just I'm sure you had something to say about Harson at Auburn last year, also. I'm sure you did. I did. <laughs> yeah. So stupid Napier gets Joe's stamp of approval for patience because he beat a bad Tennessee team that was over. No, 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 no. I put go find the video that I posted after the Utah game. I said be patient with Billy Napier. That's what it, you did say that. And I think Napier is not a terrible coach. His optics are horrific. I'll stand by it. Uh, I, I appreciate programs that are patient with their coaches especially before they give them the Mel Tucker deal, you know, be patient, see what you have. It's better for your program and it's better for the coaching team. So you know what you have. You're not stuck in a Jimbo Fisher situation. And maybe you have a coach that can actually do the thing. Maybe I'm still not fully sold on Napier. I'm just not. You're Florida. You should be better. You're, you're the university of Florida. Why aren't you competitive? Because until the, now, uh, because Dan Mullen didn't recruit and he took over a roster that was bad. It's going to take a couple of years for them to recruit at the level that they need to be back at. It's going to take time. Like we, we, it is not going to be an immediate plug and play. It I just wasn't going to be. It's such a recruit. It's such a, a a athlete rich recruiting state. It, there's there. Florida is up there. But, whoa, 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 but they've just they've done the guys, man. They've done good in the last few recruiting cycles, but like freshmen aren't going to have an immediate impact. They're just they not. should be eternally good, is what I'm saying. You should be eternally good, eternally Fair. competitive. Fair. Right? I was having Fair. conversations this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, just we were watching games and, and talking and just chatting. And I said, I said to someone, I don't think I ever want to go visit an SEC school. I don't ever want to see it. Cause I don't want to be sitting here realizing I did everything wrong. That's what, that's the conversation that I'm having. Cause you go down there and you just see the, the people on campus, you see the structures, the football stadiums just don't, I, I, I can't, I can't have it. Everyone wants to go to those schools, recruit better, have a better team. You need to. Speaking of a team that recruited well, Colorado mm. versus Colorado state, oh, yeah. this yeah. game Man, a good timing of us having Coach Savage on, man. He talked a lot about – he brought up Mo Camara. Yep. He brought up Tory Horton, said, yep. we've got dudes on our team. That was one of the best quotes that we had going into the week. And I'm still on Colorado. I think that they're going to be a, a, a quality football team this year. But I think the general public, the casuals, jump to the – you know, think that this is going to be a national championship team. They, there were a lot of people that just ignored – any signs of problems for this Colorado team? I give them a lot of credit for fighting back. 
you know, getting back into that game the way that they did. Shadur Sanders is going to be a first round pick the way that he played. He's a leader. But we all overlooked the fact that Colorado State in a rivalry game had a ton of really good athletes. A lot of really good athletes. Tory Horton, uh, what is that one? Um, the tight end's name, Holker, I think was his name. He was very good. They got, wep- they got weapons on that team. I just don't know why everyone thought that because of the whole, you know, the whole comment by Jay Norvell, it mm-hmm. was going to be a bloodbath. None of that happened. Colorado's an energy program, and I'd like to say uh, I'm still in. I still think that Deion Sanders in Colorado is the best thing that college football has going for them right now. It is. It's in- inherently good for college football. To all the morons and dummies that responded to the to the Chad Savage thing and thought that me or Joe said that, or thought that we were we had some type of alliance to CSU also. Wait, you, were there you, people who commented on that? You wouldn't believe the morons I was dealing with and talking with after that. Was it in your thinking that your I didn't DMs? like crime? Yes. Hey, hey. You said find some tape of me talking about prime. Here it is. He's the best thing in the sport right now. Jackass. Learn how to read. Stop whoa, thinking whoa, that I said who, it. Catching was people it on, in lies. Was it on Instagram when you put the Instagram, put on yes. yes? Was it people somebody I know? Or is it just uh, no, like a, no, just just morons in Northern Virginia that that don't know that don't know what they're talking about. And when I direct uh, them to a video to see what I'm talking about, I don't have time for that. Then don't say anything. Stop. That's the response. Oh, then shut the hell up. Say That's anything. The, oh my God. I don't have time for all that. Then why am I responding to you? Why are you bringing it up? You got you got time to, to, to read a quote and, and think that you're shit. Right. What an idiot. Read that's the quote that, that it that says it was what, an interview. If if there's anything that is hurting and detracting from Colorado, it's it's that. That is what is hurting is the blind loyalty. And I said on this show, Colorado is America's team. They mm. are right now America's team. Everybody's tuning in to watch them. Everybody I know on the East Coast was tuning in to watch them. That's fantastic. Good for them. Good for the program. One-year turnaround. You're doing a billion share on ESPN. Congratulations. But don't come at me talking about that I wasn't there uh, since the beginning. I was. Me and Joel were taping reaction videos since since Deion Sanders got hired by Jackson State. Okay? We, we've been in on it. It was a fantastic so game. It was a fantastic game. And Colorado needs to... And and they use the outside noise as fuel, but you can't let that detract from football. In the second half, they had to start playing some football, and they did, and they excelled at it, and that is good. But you need to just be able to put yourself – I'm on the field right now. I need to play some football. I can't think about what dumb dick in the dirt on Twitter was saying about me or is going to say about me. You just So when they're locked in, scary team, and they are. But But when they're not locked in – and they're too busy dealing with uh, the fighting after the the play with Colorado State. One of the chippiest games I've seen of the year so far. Oh, it was Chippy awesome. I love, it was great. I love that shit. I, I couldn't get enough. Yeah. The dirty hit by Dum Dum uh, number 11 on Colorado State. That was, I, 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 yeah, I'm just I'm just watching like, oh, this is this is there this this is a real football game. I'm watching yeah. a real football game. I it felt I, I don't know. I, it was a bad hit. People are, you know, being extreme about the hit one way or the other. Uh but I, I thought it was just like, all right. That's a that's a tough kind of that, that's a tough dirty hit. It didn't get called. That's that's going to make this game more exciting and it was. It was a great game. Enjoy that it was a great game. Stop making it stop making it all about yourself. That's what I'll say to the fans. Stop making it all about you. Right. We we have to look here's the whole thing is that we have to be realistic with with what this team can actually do. And I I think that saying that it's blind loyalty is a really good example because you know, we we have reacted and talked about Deion Sanders and his progression from Jackson State for two years to Colorado every step of the way. And we've been realistic at every step of the way. And all of these random fans have stepped in the minute he's gone to Colorado, ignored everything that we've talked about before that, and tried to discredit anything that we say now because they think because we're still being realistic, we're not creating unexpected, un unpredictable expectations that are hard to achieve because we're not doing what they're doing. We're the assholes. And that's not the case. Well, Joe, they're be- all Colorado recruits, right? They're, they're Colorado recruits. Oh no. They're just biting the shit. That's hot right now. Okay. And I love that. I do it all the time. 
I bite stuff. I, I bite shit that happened 20 years ago and pretend like I, I knew it the whole time. I, I am a hypocrite mm-hmm. and I understand and I do it. But 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 for me and Joe to be sitting here just realistically being Colorado's great, but they might have a couple issues on the on the in the trenches. That's that's a fair assessment. Right. Colorado like is a, going to be a it, it, like like you're you a hater be, if you say that. You're a ha- a hater if you say Colorado will be worse without Travis Hunter. They will be. It will be a challenge for Colorado next week without Travis Hunter on the field if he does not play versus Oregon. It will. He's be. probably not going to. It sounds like he's out a couple weeks. Doesn't seem like. It. Yeah. So I I said this and I think this is a really important thing that again the casuals that don't know college football don't understand this. Other positions, skill positions, it is accomplishable to go and get really good athletes the way that they did at receiver, at corner, at safety. It's easy to find oh, those guys. Back. Be- yeah, running back. And then became a, a star. It's You can find those guys in the portal. But it is very, very hard to completely rebuild an offensive and a defensive line with depth in one offseason. Their offensive line last year was horrendously terrible. It was really, really bad. It improved, but it is still showing signs of weakness. And look, the reason why that's hard, and you've said this before a million times, you being a former offensive lineman, there's just only so many massive human beings on this planet, and there's an even smaller portion of them that can move well enough and are strong enough to be dominant, consistent offensive linemen. There is just a such a small percentage, and there's an even tinier percentage that enter the transfer portal that are good enough to play on most rosters. And a lot of them went to Miami, like Javion Cohen did. A Johnny Cornelius went to Oregon from Rhode Island. Hey, I was about to bring up AJ Cornelius. What? Why do you think he had an offer from every single school in the yes. nation? Because he's one of the freaks. It's because it, there's not enough guys to go around. There's only like 10 good guys that can offensive linemen and defensive linemen at each position that are worthy of being taken in the transfer portal every year. I could round up every six foot three and above uh, 275 above guy in, in Northern Virginia right now, uh-huh. I, just right now, everybody looking like me having a convention, probably one of them would be athletic enough to, to play offensive line for Colorado. Probably one of them. It's very rare. The, the, the big athletes are hard to find. And it ain't the 80s anymore where you had 260-pound guards whose entire technique was throwing their helmet at the defensive tackle's knees. Why do you think yeah. Bruce Smith had 208 sacks? Because he was the biggest human alive at the time. <laughs> and that why. changed the sport. And that completely <laughs> changed the sport. But this is what I'm saying. Look there, at Reggie White's hump move. What did he just toss? 205 pounds worth of man? Wow. That's impressive. This, though, I, I, again, it's all a really good point here. But like the, the takeaways from this game, it was really fun to watch. Credit to Colorado for diving back into this game and yeah. saying, we're not going to go down easy. Shadur Sanders, again, first-round pick. I really think that after watching him, he reminds me a lot of Bryce Young. He's like a slightly taller version of Bryce Young. He's lean. He's got a, he delivers the ball with pace. It gets yeah. out of his hands so quickly. He's so freaking composed. Like He's got that ice-in-his-veins type, type of a deal at the quarterback position. I love all of it. But as we saw in parts against Nebraska and now against Colorado State, if you send a ton of pressure against that offensive line, that offense starts to stagnate. Yeah. And you're able to crawl back against Colorado State because they're a slightly above average group of five team. But Oregon, that's going to be a much more difficult task. It is going to be so much more difficult. And when we do a preview for that game, we're going to talk about that stuff. But like, Colorado fans, if you really like this team, you need to be willing to listen to us when we have been supporters of this and we're saying, okay, here are the issues. Here's maybe how they can avoid them, but we need to be realistic for the next time that they face somebody actually good. I uh, I want Shador in Atlanta, by the way. I want him to be the next Falcons quarterback. I want he, that badly. He might. It's possible. I want that. Dude, that would be sick. I want that more than anything right now. I mean, if Drake May is there, that we can have a conversation and compare – but if I'm doing my mental my mental check of what quarterbacks will be there and won't be there, I I I think I would also trade picks. I would trade picks. I think that Sanders right now, the way that he's playing, he could be like QB three, QB four, and there's usually going to be four quarterbacks that are good enough to go in the first round in most drafts. Yep. I think that that's the perfect. Drake May is not going to be on the board for you for the no, Falcons. Of course not. Because, and I said this to you before, 
the Falcons are the the just the the ineptitude of the NFL in the sense that they win games that they're not supposed to. They're going to lose the game. Would you barely beat today? To. Would you barely beat today? We're not talking about the Giants. We're not talking about the Giants. Okay. You're going to well, you're going to finish like you're eight, being a little judgmental. You're going to finish eight and eight or eight and nine, whatever it is. I don't care for your and tone. You're you know you could have reset at quarterback last year if you traded up instead. You, you don't believe in Ritter. You you drafted a running back, which was a stupid decision. No, you're um, awesome. I don't know, dude. I think that you're going to be in a, in a perfect spot to, to end up drafting Trader Sanders. Um, all right. Two thoughts from the weekend before we get out of here. Actually, wait, wait. I want to, I want to recap our betting picks. Oh, sure. Um, I'm on time. Oh, dude, but we're not doing the FCS show tonight. So what do you, I don't know. I didn't like, you've been jerking me around a little bit there. I thought we were getting the two thoughts and now you're, you're getting me going. Sorry. Me on something else. Betting picks. Sure. I go for three for three. Washington covers. Rutgers covers Fresno State covers, which you shit talked. You shit talked Fresno State. You shit talked that pick. I don't think I did. I oh, you I did. did. You I brought did. up the fact that they I, went to overtime. I'm, I'm going to start. I, I did. That's a fair point. Also, Arizona State stinks. I'm going to have to start double checking your lines because I'm noticing your lines and they seem pretty favorable. And then I notice my lines. And I'm like, I'm always missing one. I'm always losing one out of three bets because you're picking stupid lines. How did I went two for three, jackass? That's not bad. That, that, that I'm I'm pretty content with that. Uh, so you end Nine up going three. I want. I also here's a, here's a little thing I want. I want a new uh, document each time. I don't like that you're just you, that we're going in the same document and then you're overriding it. Let's do a control C, control P, and get a new one going. Hey, hey, dummy! There's a revisions uh, history. Button I'm aware of the revisions history, but it's incredibly okay. If you're detailed. that concerned with it's me changing detailed. stuff. Uh, okay. I'll show you my bet online slip. I had all these bets and they all hit for me. Um, you took Liberty minus three show that connects against I'd Buffalo. Like I got plenty of those hits. I can show you. Yeah, because you suck. Uh, you, a $3 bet. Congrats. You stupidly took Tennessee minus. Uh, hey, man, I put $10 on Washington on, and on Rutgers. I made big bread yeah, uh, on those nice. two games. So nice. you could go screw. You could go screw. Shut the hell up. That, that seems a little. That seems a little over the you, line. You missed on Tennessee minus seven because you're a dumbass, and that, that happens. Was, that was one of the picks that you thought was going to hit. I gave you credit for the Wyoming plus. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I yeah, it hit. Don't worry. I took it on an, on CFE also, dude. I was so okay. pissed. I woke up and saw Tennessee was losing. I golfed eighteen at like seven forty five on Saturday morning. Came back, quick nap, woke up. Tennessee down. I there was a rage in me that you couldn't even believe. Just it's a long just ass in, nap you got in. I, I uh, it was a long round. Uh okay. Two thoughts from the weekend. First, this goes in line with my betting pick hitting. Sean, you doubted Rutgers. You have doubted Rutgers every single step of the way that you don't believe in them. Three and zero. Rutgers is three and zero. They're three and zero against the spread. They continue. To be the best team in the Big Ten over this stretch. And they continue to prove to be worthy of the attention and also the representation of the Italian-American community from New Jersey. Rutgers is going to cover against Michigan. And you know who I'm going to pick next week for my betting picks? Rutgers. Do you know what the line is? It's 31 and a half. You think that they're not going to cover 31 and a half points the way that they played? That is... A money line. Money. Give me that shit. Rutgers, 3-0. and Eat it. Yeah, yeah. Here's what you've just made me do. I can't wear red anymore, Joe. You pissed me off. Oh, no. You're taking I can't, your shirt off. I can't oh, sit God. here and wear red, man. You pissed me off talking about Rutgers. Yeah, if only people could actually see you if your screen wasn't completely. Oh, am I, am I glitching? Perfect. Uh, a little bit. Doesn't matter. Um, uh, your my, first takeaway from the weekend. Georgia looks human. They looked human for the first time that I've watched in the last two years. Uh, They're playing South Carolina, who has been a bit of a, you know, uh, what is it? Pushover this year. They've been a bit of a pushover, but they're still talented enough to make things competitive. Georgia, Carson Beck, it's it's not. And you got to sit here and say, wow, that offense is really clicking with Stetson Bennett. You really have to sit here and say, they were taking the tops off of teams. They were running the, the the ball hard. They were dropping 40 casually. And you could throw in a defensive touchdown if you wanted to. They're putting up big numbers. This Georgia offense looks human. 
not a, a, a massive concern because I think Georgia is coached up to show up in the games where they need to, but it's not instilling a ton of confidence, I don't think, mm. into the Bulldog faithful, only putting up 24 against South Carolina. Uh, they did the same thing against Missouri last year. I'm I'm not I'm not super worried. But That's I, I get I, I, about the Missouri again. That's a great point. I see what you mean. It, it's a different level of human than last year because like Carson Beck hasn't looked great and he's young. Um, my second one, I'm gonna glaze past the the Washington one that I wrote down. It's a good I point that, though. I, it's responsible to mention Washington because they look so good. Washington is one of the few teams, except for Rutgers, that showed up and dominated this week, uh, despite everyone else you know, playing around with their food and looking like crap. But I, I got to bring up, so I tweeted this out and I got a tweet. Uh, I always seemingly have one tweet that gets a good run each week. And I had oh. one this week where I tweeted about uh, how the camera work for the uh, Alabama USF game was just terrible. And there was a reason for it. There was a massive thunderstorm that resulted in a weather delay. They allowed the game to continue on the field, but they had to limit the camera guys from going up and operating the cameras just fibly because you know you don't want a brian kelly situation happening you don't want somebody falling off the camera off the lift and that's just going to be a whole story um so they had to use two singular mounted cameras that didn't move and that were just super wide angle and you couldn't see shit like you couldn't see anything <laughs> i have i had the quad box going on on one the TV that this game was on. So not only was it zoomed out and you were watching yeah, Alabama's yeah, yeah. offense on the other side of the field, you also – I was trying to watch it in the small corner of my TV. So you couldn't see anything. I tweeted that like oh, this is – TV or floor TV? Wait, were you, it was what the were floor you? TV. It was oh, a yeah. force on the floor TV. <laughs> I said that this was Emmy-worthy camera work. And the amount of idiots – there were a lot of people thought it was funny. A lot of people that, that understand a good joke sure. were like, oh, yeah, this is funny. ha, ha. There were so many idiots that were like, well, it's send camera guys up there because of the thunderstorm. And there was one guy who clearly like thinks he works in broadcasting. ESPN's camera crew couldn't, couldn't go back up during the weather delay because of lightning still being in the area. No fucking shit. No shit. Can we just <laughs> laugh about something without providing the, the journalist response? Like, it's so annoying. Shut the hell up. Let me laugh about the gaming. Hilariously stupid. It was a bad game. It sucked. Let me laugh about the cameras. Shut up. You needed a lineman for the county. A Wichita lineman, perhaps. Um, oof, bad joke. That Old country good. music joke. The, the Midwesterners will like that one. Yeah. Uh, regardless, the uh, I, there's always somebody that, that knows more than you on social media, isn't there, Joe? It's always someone that's got to know more. I did like the way that you perceive people laughing at your tweets, though. Ha, 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 ha. This is a funny <laughs> joke. Ha, ha. You <laughs> robot mutant person. That's that's not Shut how people up. react. You know how they react? That's how they react. You you're a hard exhale guy, which is not bad. And I don't get a lot of hard exhales. But if I tweet a banger, it's, it's a laugh out loud. Wait, wait, so let me read one of these from Brian Pia, who says he's independent, independent management consulting and Fortune 500 experience, founder and CEO of Trunachem. This guy just sounds like he sucks. Congrats, um, Brian. After a one-hour weather delay because of lightning, hashtag Alabama and hashtag South Florida resumed play. But ESPN's cameramen were not cleared to return to their posts. So ESPN, hashtag ESPN, had to resort to stationary wide shot cameras, hashtag Crimson Time. Go fuck yourself, Brandon. (laughs) Seriously, go fuck yourself. That is the... Shut up! Like, just... Oh. Unbearable. Some people just... Here's how you know someone's old online. Uh-huh. You're hashtagging the teams. You're not. You, you're not. You can't be hashtag Alabama versus hashtag USF and hashtag Tampa. You can't do that. It's no. bad. It's a bad bit. You won't get a follow from me unless you're doing it like ironically. Like three year Letterman might do that, but if you if you got so like weather, I follow a couple weather people for some reason. They uh, they use a lot of hashtags. Is it because they're parents? No, you follow them, dudes. It, it like like I follow a, a, a uh, stop it, stop it, S- settle down, settle down. 
take take those eyebrows down. Do not you don't don't raise those at me. <laughs> Sorry. To continue your point. You do two things. You throw your jaw at my face when you start uh-huh. getting angry, and you take your eyebrows up to the top of your scalp. And I don't like either of them. Or the the the, the, the pen wag is it usually another guy? I hate the pen uh, wag and the finger point also. What but is I'm your right now? So I guess I'll you know it evens out. I appreciate you committing to this bit. Um LFG. Hey, LF, LFG, you suck, dude. <laughs> can we, hey, hey, we don't we don't yell at listeners unless they're mean. Um all you right. supporting La- Rutgers? The worst bit ever on the show. Shut up. Don't, don't, don't stop disrespecting Rutgers. Rutgers. Why should is, I respect them? Look, Colorado is America's team. Rutgers is New Jersey's team. Okay. They Where haven't been good. Right they haven't been good in so long. I, I might be moving back to New Jersey oh, in, in the near future. Sure. And we're that going to Rutgers games. If this if that happens, you and I are both going to Rutgers games. Here's what I can promise you, Joe DeLeon. Uh-huh. Hand to God. Hand to Adrian Martinez. If if we live together in New Jersey, which is a possibility, uh-huh. I will never go to a Rutgers football game. What's your final Ever. point? What's your final thought from the weekend before? Mississippi we State stinks. You had a chance to make did some you bet noise. on them. Did no. you bet on them? No, I didn't. I didn't. They stink. You had a chance to make some noise in the SEC while it's bad. What'd you do? You got you got you got fucked on and lost by thirty one points. All right, I said one F word and we're out. Of- <laughs> You've been letting it fly. I'm, I'm getting L-O-T. fed up. Uh, okay. the Rutgers, but but Mississippi State, you're sitting here. Okay, new head coach. We're doing things a little bit differently. It's not the same. It's not going to be, oh, we played that Mike Leach team last year. They're going to have some new wrinkles, but we're, we know what we're getting to. Brand new scheme. Running the ball more. Doing things differently. New regime. Okay. You have a fresh start. Under awful circumstances, but still you have a fresh start. You can shake things up. What do yeah. you do? You get thirty bombed or, or forty bombed by LSU, in a, in a, in a, in a time where the SEC is so volatile and vulnerable, where one big win sets you up for two weeks. Florida is now set up for two weeks of good and then decent will if they lose. You have no goodwill right now. You have reset yourself to the bottom of the food chain with a loss like this, Mississippi State. Yeah, Dustin, you, you missed the yeah, you missed the uh, get used to it. Should, well, I, actually, you I was gonna say, should that be new, your new bit? But Burke Kreischer already, you know, I yeah, yeah, no, this is this is strictly a, a Joe DeLeon occurrence at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio. We'll be back in the middle of this week for our preview episode. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running. Everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.